Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center. Where you will hear from people who have stories that once seem hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful, they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Stories of Hope. My name is Sarah and I'm here with Brady. Hey everybody. And today we have the privilege to talk to Jackie, who is our pick and store manager. She is probably one of the sweetest people that I know. Uh, I love talking to her about social media and celebrating people, her team, because she does that so well. Um, And I'm really excited to get to know her and hear a little bit more about her story. So Jackie, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to be a part of the Dream Center? Sure. Well, first, thanks for having me. And for what you said, um, so I came to the Dream Center in 2018, and um, how I came, I had been an administrative assistant for uh, many years for most of my work career, and my son passed away. Um, He took his life in 2017, and it it was extremely difficult, of course, um, but it, um, it was... A life-changing um, in not just in the loss that is so difficult but also um, in figuring out my life going forward like what was going to get me out of bed every day um, what was my purpose and I took some time off from work to sort of reevaluate what my priorities were um, prior to my son passing it was just keeping life going spinning the plates being the parent being um, um, an income earner, you know, um, but I felt like I needed something more when I went back to work, and I didn't know what that looked like. I had no idea, um, and my husband was wonderful and patient with me um, as I looked, and in the meantime, um, someone said that they were hiring at the Dream Center resale store, and I didn't even know it existed, <laughs> so um, a friend had told me there was an opening I went, um, and it turned out the manager was someone that I knew from the past. And when I went to the interview, the whole time I was thinking, this is not it, Lord. This is not Mm. what I meant to do, working in a thrift shop. Um, And while I was there, um, the manager called in um, one of the OV residents who was working at the store as part of her program. And um, she gave her testimony and... I cried, and it (laughs) immediately, um, I knew I needed to be there, and I knew what my purpose was, was to be a part of, of what, um, what she was going through, and I just, I just, it, it was amazing. Well, I think that says a lot about your heart, you know, taking a position in a job like this, and having it, like, your heart move the way it did, I think that's, like, there's a many obvious signs of why like the Lord put you there and like how good you are. Cause like I see it firsthand. But I think that moment, I think that's like a really be- beautiful moment. The Lord like solidifying that in your life. of like, Hey, this is where I want you. Like yeah. having your heart stirred like that. I think it's beautiful. So you've already touched on a little bit about um, your son, but kind of give us a little bit of your story of like, you know, how you met Jesus and kind of the roller coaster ride you've been on with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I was not, um, didn't know the Lord growing up. My father was not, didn't know the Lord, mm. and my mom sort of had faith. She believed in God, but she didn't have a relationship with Jesus, so I didn't understand what that meant. Um, and then when I was um, married, um, 
actually had, um, just out of chance, I met a pastor's wife at the library when I was homeschooling my kids, and she invited us to her church, and she discipled me, um, led me to the Lord. I was baptized in that church, and it was just changed my life. So um, we did raise the, the kids um, with an understanding of who Christ is and having that relationship and I could see what a difference it made for them to have a concrete understanding of the world and just um, that that it's not gray, that it's it's black and white and mm. God's word is true and um, we can cling to it. And um, so that was a huge blessing. I love that. How you like put so much faith in the Lord's word. Like this is it, this is truth, and this is what me and my family are going to stand by. So I really, really like that. So with the podcast being Stories of Hope, we're talking about times where it was hard to have hope and times where um, we all we had was like relying on the Lord, having that kind of faith in Him. So can you like talk through a time where maybe having that hope was hard or it was kind of, um, you really had to like push forward to like believe in the Bible and believe the truth of His Word? So um, I feel like um, probably the hardest time in my life was losing my son um, because it was suicide. It was very sudden. Um, We did not see any signs. There was no um, like history that we were like knew it was even a thought. Um, So that was a very hard wall to hit. Um, But I, I guess I was shocked because you've, you've heard other people lose children and you imagine what it would feel like. Um, But I never, for one second, didn't feel God's presence. Mm-hmm. I was, I felt like um, it was like someone turned up the volume and he was so much more with me right after my son passed and continues to be in a, a, such a deeper way. Um, I, I can't explain it. It's just that I feel like I understand God more and I understand my relationship with him more and what faith means. Um and I feel just so comforted knowing that I don't need to have all the answers and that um, that I, I will have what I need to know when I'm reunited with God, you know, when I'm with him. Um, but for now, um, I just know that my job is just to have faith, to trust in him and to, you know, do his will. That's like one of the most beautiful ways I've ever heard it put is like that somebody turned the volume up even louder on on his voice, which is, I mean, I can see your, it is finished tattoo on your wrist here. And like, that's just such a beautiful, I mean, truly you didn't see me, but I literally had to close my eyes cause I almost started crying. It's just such a beautiful picture of how true we can see in scripture that God draws, draws close to the brokenhearted is like the truth in that, in those verses and in the reality of how, how he wants to be this people. So that's just, I mean, that got me real good. That was so beautiful. Uh, so what did it look like for you transitioning? Like, was there, was there a moment in this whole process of stores and the loss of your son and just all these different areas to where, um, hope became easier to grab onto or even share with others? Cause I'm sure that you've had a chance to be able to use these situations in your life to inspire and encourage others to kind of keep pushing through. Yeah, so um, I've always been a huge introvert and um, not not comfortable talking with people. Um, and coming to the store 
God basically, I knew I was supposed to be there, but he put me in the most uncomfortable position (laughs) of my life because I am not comfortable talking to people or praying with people I don't know. Um, And that's a daily, a daily thing. And um, I have come to love being there, love talking to people, especially when we're sharing Christ. Um, It's so easy now. Um, Once, like, it's hard to talk to customers about the weather or anything. Like, I'm not comfortable talking to people. But as soon as it's about Jesus, it's easy because that's what matters. And Mm -hmm. it just feels... So I don't know, you know how the Holy Spirit works. It's just the Spirit is talking, not you. And I feel like I connect with so many people from so many walks of life that I would never, ever have that conversation with if God hadn't put me where I am. Um, And I love the store. I love walking in every day. I hear the music. It completely reorients my brain to the Lord and what matters. All my worries go away. And um, the day just runs. And we never know what a day will bring the customers that come in that need help and assistance and sometimes just someone to talk to. It's just incredible how much community goes on there. It really feels like an extension of church, you know, um, just, just, I mean, I'm blessed as blessed as anyone that comes in the door for sure. You want to talk about the store running? Well, also y'all's team, like, I feel like every time I go to Pickens, it's like everybody is going a hundred miles an hour and just like, getting stuff done it's like always i mean it's people are coming through the drive-thru to drop stuff off and people are organizing and it's just i mean the energy in the picking store is incredible and it's just it's always so much fun getting in there and well thank you your your people are a lot of fun yeah um we are very blessed our whole team everyone there understands the mission of the dream center um they're there because they specifically want to be there they want to have opportunities to share christ um even just like um, from writing a Bible verse on the chalkboard up front to sharing with customers to taking in donations, everything in there um, is important that everybody does. And um, it just, we're very cohesive because we are mission-minded and the core values, we read them every morning in devotions and they just really help start the day off right for us. They get their head, our heads like where they need to be. Um, we share our burdens with each other. We pray for each other. Um, we check on each other when we're not at work. And it just feels like an extension of family. Um, but the fact that everyone has the same mission um, for Christ, everything else falls into line so easily when we keep him as our focus communally and individually. You're an incredible leader, an incredible leader. So from your past and your story and the things that you've kind of walked through and gone through, what parts of that do you think the Lord has um, blessed in a way that like puts you in a position to love and lead people better? I don't, I still don't feel qualified to to run the store, if you know what I mean. I just feel like as long as God has me here, I'm going to do what I need to do. And he is constantly putting in place the people that we need, um, the things we need, even if it's like getting a new printer, I'm like, thank you, Lord, because (laughs) it's usually everything comes in just at the right time. And the donations are, um, phenomenal that we get, um, the, the things that people put on their heart to give us instead of yard selling it or putting it on social media for sale. They just, um, are so generous. So everything just works out so smoothly for us. We're very blessed. So what is one thing that you've kind of 
over the last few years, like the big, like I would say a kind of mantra of your life. What is one thing that like the Lord has like spoken over you? The thing that you kind of hold on to when things are good, when things are bad, like what is that constant thing for you? I would say just, um, don't give up, keep hope, hope, you know, through Christ. Um, and it's just so important to just, um, to share, share your testimony, share your love with others, um, talk to people, see people, because um, there's so many blessings in just getting to know the people that you walk beside. Um, there's so much to learn from other people, especially like in different walks of life. I've learned so much um, about the different communities um, that we encounter from homelessness to drug addiction, um, substance, all substance abuse, just um, like it could be me, it could be anyone, you know, just everyone's got different circumstances and things that lead them to the place they're at. And we need to remember um, that everyone matters to God and he meets you where you're at, not where you need to get to. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very humbling. So I just feel like it's so important to just, um, just remember to keep an open mind every day and um, remember to share Christ. Jeez. Uh, Sorry, your, your answers are like blowing me away. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm it's so nervous. No, you no, don't. No, it seriously is it's so, good, so good and it's so encouraging. And I'm sitting here just thinking, like, my next question will lead off of this. But I think so many things that you're saying right now are going to help so many people, whether it's in like a store environment for a faith-based organization or it's not. There's just so many useful tips here that either people are going to realize the importance of making Jesus the everyday focus of team and self, or they're going to just be able to take some of the leadership skills that you've put out in front of them here and apply them, um, which is incredible. And so my next question is, if you had to give a chunk of advice just from running a store standpoint, what would be your biggest thing? Um, I think, um, I, cause I don't feel like a leader, um, I feel like we're a team and we each have a position to play. Like when you're on a sports team, like yeah. every position is important. Yeah. You can't not have a goalie, even though you have a midi or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I feel like my position is just another position. It's just that I'm giving the directives for the day. Mm. But um, we all have like a job to do. And I feel like if I equip the people that work with me and give them what they need to do their best job, you know, they're just going to run with it. And it's, it's worked out really well. I think, um, so much talent in our store and just giving people an opportunity to try something that they feel gifted at or whatever. It's done amazing things for our store. So much talent mm. and um, creativity that I don't have. Um, <laughs> if it was up to me, it would not look good, <laughs> um, but I'm blessed to have people that, that know how to do those things. And, um, it really makes a difference. Probably one of the most humble people I've ever met. Yeah. Jeez. For real, like one of the most humble. Yeah, amazing. I think it's probably what makes you so great. I know you don't call yourself a leader or like, you know, your position is equal, which I definitely agree with. But I think there, there's a reason why. Yes, like 100%. you are the one that's given direction every morning because you lead with that kind of heart. Yes. And I think what's really cool about you is like, it's so easy to say this stuff. It's very easy. Like, yeah, this is what you do. This is how you like love people. This, you're not just saying it like you're you're living it. Yes. And it's so genuine from you which I feel like that's how it's most effective is when it's genuine, not just said. So I really love that. So 
Um, what would you say that if someone was kind of in a very similar situation as to you like a few years ago when you're dealing with a loss or it's not even that loss of a person, but just loss of faith, um, they're in pain and they're kind of going through that season where it's like kind of what you said, kind of unexpected, kind of out of nowhere. And they're facing with this option of like, do I keep pushing forward with the Lord or is this even real because this hurts so much? Like, what, how would you speak into that? Like, what would you say to that person? Yeah. Well, I I feel like um, my life changed so dramatically when I did take the job at the Dream Center and was sort of forced out of my comfort zone and um, had to interact with people and be open about where I was at emotionally and spiritually and what I'd been through. Um, I think it's important to have community. I think it's important to ask for help, to talk to people, to be honest about where you're at, because if you hold it in, if you try to bear it on your own, it's just a miserable place to be, Um, and it's so much harder, and I feel like it keeps you from getting the blessings and the support that God puts out there for you, because other believers are your support. They are God's hands and feet, you know, working and waiting for you, and if you hide it and push it down, um, you're missing out. Um, and, and it's a lonely place. Um, we need to have community and, and that's coming from an introvert. (laughs) Yeah. Again, (laughs) this is so good. I love it. I mean, it's just so it's even helpful for me and community is like one of the biggest things in my life that I try to focus on. Um, and I'm, me and you are probably the polar opposites as far as introvert and extrovert. I'm the most extroverted person that I know. Like I can't recharge by myself. Um, but again, so helpful and so encouraging of like, regardless if you love being around people or if it's something that potentially might drain you, the importance of doing life together and the way that obviously the Trinity works together in community and God created us to be with people and in community with him and with each other. And that's just so, that's just so awesome. God made Adam. He's like, this is not good. So he gave him a friend, you know, everything that we need is there in the word. It's incredible. Um, we really don't need any other books. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of good books out there. Come but, on. Um, the, the, you know, the word, you can hold anything up against the word, and it's always going to be the That's most so good, Jackie. Like, the most wisdom for Gosh, you. She's preaching. <laughs> Let them have it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate you so much coming on here and sharing a little bit about your story and all your wisdom. You are so full of yes, incredible so wisdom. And I can definitely see the Lord, like, shining through you because i can tell like you like even like your humility like i can tell you know it's not you you know it's all the lord and i think that what, what makes it so powerful is literally the lord speaking through you yes which is actually incredible but thank you so much we really have loved having you on here yeah, thank you thank you i've enjoyed it yeah and we will see you next week for another episode of stories of hope <laughs>